Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. You can be seated. Hallelujah. We take it very serious. Hallelujah. We love it. We love the name. Hallelujah. One thing that we do love is, I guess we get so passionate about is because we, we do know who Jehovah is. Hallelujah. That he did robe himself in flesh and come to this earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to take three or four minutes and leave a thought with you so you ain't got time to nod off, so stay with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was reading this week, and I was thinking, you know, what must it have been like, literally, to be with the Lord? And and I've joked, and I and I guess the thought is, within every joke, there is some truth about how moody I am. But um, the the Apostle Peter gives me hope because I was in thinking about him, where um, of literally what must it have been like to hear that there's one coming, that the Jehovah of the Old Testament, that there. We have a Messiah that one day is going to visit this earth and he's going to make himself a body and he is going to deliver us and actually to see that with his own eyes. And then the Lord take them and, and just literally set them to one side and they just say, listen, I want to know who you say that I am. And they just start naming names and God says, no, you're missing the point. Who do you? And I think literally that is asked of the church today individually. We can't wonder what everybody else, but God wants to know, who do you? Who do you say that I am? Not what everybody, I don't, God wants to know what everybody else, you know, and just pardon this, but he don't care what the other churches are saying. Who do you say that I am? And then Peter says this declaration of who he thinks the Lord is, and then the Lord, we know from that, that God tells him, he says, I'm going to give unto you the keys of the kingdom. So here is just Peter, he's had this declaration that he tells who the Lord is and then the Lord tells him this and then just right after this, I have hope because Peter just flips into this mood, mood change and then he's telling the Lord and the Lord tells him and he's trying to deal with the disciples and he tells him, he said, look, we got to go to Jerusalem and I'm going to suffer many things and the scribes and they're going to put me in front of the council and in three days, I'm going to be in the tomb, but my body's not going to be there. I got a couple keys of my own I'm going to have to go get. But the Peter's just saying, Lord, I don't know what script you've been reading, but you've been reading the wrong script. It ain't going to happen that way. And the Lord's like, you know what? Get behind me, Satan. So here's a man that he just gave the keys to. Now he's calling Satan. I don't know what the apostle must have thought. He's over here on one side of the pendulum, and the pendulum goes over here, and now he's Satan. So he's thinking... You know, I don't know what's happening, so it's going through all of this, but we know through the end of this and the verse that really stuck out with me that 
it has been read so many times and through the years of all the years I've come here I have said very little about this verse but the Bible if you read it you know that the Lord just it just like it has been said so many times that God's never late but it comes in, when you read in the Bible it says in the fullness of time or it came to pass in other words God's not going to get God's not going to move until he gets ready to move a lot of times we want him to move, but the Bible says when, on the day of Pentecost, when Pentecost was fully come, in other words, when it was God's time to do it. But there is, I have noticed when ministers, and I'm not throwing rocks, I'm just, this is just my observation, and it's probably because, I'm just assuming here, that we have heard this verse so much that when a minister read Acts 2.38, they read it fast. That's just my observation of this. But I was just reading this verse this week, and I just want to read it. Acts 2.38. You know it by heart, but just listen. It says, then Peter, here's Satan to us talking now. This, then Peter said, no, I'm joking. Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Okay. Now, we know that this is accumulation of everything up to this point. They've been accused of being drunk, and the Apostle Peter said, no, you've got it all wrong. This is the time that has brought us to this point, and they've asked, what shall we do? So he tells them, and he says, first thing you need to do is to repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. And this is what the light bulb went off of all the years of all the years I've been coming here for the remission of sins. And I'm telling you, of all the years, if I want forgiveness of my sins, it will be in the name of Jesus Christ. There is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. If humanity wants to be saved, it will be in the name of Jesus Christ. For he says, and then I looked at the word remission. It literally means forgiveness. And it literally means as if it had never happened. So he's telling them the reason that you've got to receive baptized in Jesus' name is if you want forgiveness. And we're accused of we harp on Jesus' name. And we're not harping. We're just saying, if you want forgiveness, if you want God to forgive you, it will be in Jesus Christ. So he said, Peter's telling them, you have got to have this name called over you if you want the forgiveness, the remission, because face it, I'm speaking to flesh and blood. That will be, that will not be the last time you sin. I'm not trying to put doom on nobody. I'm just saying we're human creatures. But he's saying for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So he's telling them, he said, this is why that we must have the name. So that is why I, through the years I have just had people just get so mad with me. You think you are the truth. I, I, I've told, I was speaking to Brother uh, uh, Chris Osborne Wednesday night, and I told him, he said, y'all think y'all are the truth. And I just saw him, I said, no, we do not think we are the truth. We are representatives of the truth. This is the truth. 
I am not arrogant enough to think I am the truth, but I represent the truth of Jesus Christ. I can show you what the truth says. I am not arrogant enough to stand and tell you that I am the truth. This is the truth, and this is what I will stand on. And this word says that if I want my sins forgiven, it will be in the name of Jesus Christ. And that is not me being arrogant. That is me quoting this word. For he says, and then you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now, all of y'all know where a lot of us men and women goes on Sunday afternoon. And I have looked in the eyes of just utter desperation of people that has men that has no hope. And I just say, you know what? Let me go to one of the, my most famous verses in the book of the Bible and just read this. For what is a man profited if he should gain the whole world and lose his soul? And I would just say, if they locked you in the dungeon, in the deepest dungeon for the rest of your life, you still possess the most valuable thing you can ever own. And that is your soul. Because if you take and have this possession, and if you can take it, because it's literally, this is the way I look at it. You take and you repent. You have this name. You marry this name that's, that's called over you and you literally are repented. God said, then I will take the most precious thing on planet earth and the most precious thing in the galaxy, which is my spirit, and I will fuse them two together. That will be the uniting of the Holy Ghost and therefore we have Acts 2.38. He said, I will do that. I will put my name on you. Then you will marry me and then if you do that, you will have remission of sins and they say we harp on it we're not harping on nothing we are just quoting God's holy word for he said if you want forgiveness if you want remission now and forever it will be at the name of Jesus Christ because I have looked in the eyes and they think me me how can I possess the most valuable thing I said don't take my word take God's holy word and they just look, I'm of no value. I said, you're looking at it wrong. God would not have said this if you didn't have no value. And he said, you, your soul, you possess the most valuable thing on planet earth. And he said, do this, repent, take me, marry me. And if you would do that, then this would come with this. And therefore, that would be the reuniting of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Ghost that he would put in us. So therefore, therefore we could have this. That is why we are so excited and we'll be forever excited about the name. The name of Jehovah, Yahweh, Yeshua, whatever Jehovah, ever what you want to put on it. For he did come. He clothed himself in flesh. He gave of himself. And that's why Simon Peter looked at him and he said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. You made yourself a body. You came unto your own. Your own received you not. But he said, I'm looking into the eyes one now, Simon Peter. You get it. You know who I am. So I will build my church on this rock of revelation that you know who I am. Therefore, I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom. And then when he done that, he said this first message you tell them at the very beginning at the very beginning the very first breath tell them what they must do you repent and be baptized in my name you take my name because every devil in hell knows that name nobody can cross it none can cross it and when you would do that 
And then when you would do that and take that name, then you would have the most precious thing united with you. Nothing can cross it. We have. We should forever be thankful for that name. Hallelujah. We have that. We have the promises of God. They are yea and amen. They will never change. And God gave us everything. He gave us everything. He literally gave literally of everything that he had. For that's why literally the most precious thing we have, and that is our soul. And God literally put it in us and give of us his spirit. So tell that. If you come across somebody that's downhearted, literally, literally, God put in something in them that is more valuable than everything than their eyes could ever behold, and we have it. That is why we forever tell it and will never be (sighs) discouraged with it because this is the truth. This is God's word. It will never fail, and it is a hope that he's put in us, a strength, because if when the Holy Ghost is put in us, God said, ever what we face, ever what comes up against us, we do have this peace, this strength, this anointing, that ever what we face day in and day out through the rest of our natural lives, we do have a hope that would go with us. God bless you. Let's stand. Hallelujah. God bless you in Jesus' name. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806, or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening, and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.